What triggers you? I'm grateful. I saw the question. This is I, when I scanned through. I was like, "What triggers you? Trigger? <laughs> this triggers me." <laughs> I was trying to think when I saw that question. I was like, "Okay, what? When, when's the last time?" Like, I don't know that I that I became outraged or became. You know, I think it, that's the question, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Do you feel like you're pretty even kill? Like, do you feel like you're just yeah, kind of, I, I, like it takes a lot to trigger you and get you worked up? Yeah, I think I think it comes down to disrespect. I don't care if like if you don't, I don't care if you don't like me. That does bother me. I I can't stand when people don't like me. When I when I got when I went through the process of becoming not married anymore. <laughs> Um, you know, obviously a lot of mud gets thrown in that situation or not. Maybe that's not obvious, but a lot of mud gets thrown. Um, and people decide they don't like you for whatever reason. And people who don't want to like you really jump on that bandwagon. And then I hear that and I go, I don't care about you. Like whatever. Then I go, I do. I really don't like that. You think this of me. It's not true. It's not this or it's not that. And then I, I want to change their minds, but disrespect definitely triggers me. I don't like being disrespected. I don't like when someone just is rude, bothers me. When people treat people like they're less than they are, that triggers me for sure. I saw a thing the other day that's talked about, you know, how people treat the waiter. If they're nice to you and rude to the waiter kind of thing, that would trigger me. You know, that triggers me when people are, I can't help but jump in. Yeah. The thing is, like, but this is the problem, though. Hmm. Uh, Whitney, is that I, I like, so, so a guy, a guy treats a waiter, waiter like he's less of a person, right? Right. And I can't help but bring that guy down, right? So I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, well, what makes you so fancy? He's working hard. What are you doing? You know, I mean, whatever it may be, maybe I've got to step in and do that. And, I'm, I'm usually pretty good with my words in that in the, that scenario, and I will embarrass someone, and they'll be embarrassed. And the second I see them be embarrassed, I'm like, I'm sorry, come here, man. Like, you just need a friend. You know what I'm saying? I'll be your friend. Let me be that friend, yeah. Your buddy, like, it's all good. I forgive you. The waiter will forgive you. You know, like, and I'm like, damn it. Can I just be mad at someone for a while? Like, can I just, like, slaughter somebody? I don't care how you're doing. Yeah. The second I see those like puppy eyes are like, <laughs> they're actually sad. I'm like, dang it. You know what? <laughs> that's a position of strength though. And that's, that's really cool of you to be so aware and be so considerate of how you treat others, how other people treat others and be willing to defend that, but then also not carry that, that grudge or those ill feelings. You know, once you've kind of said your piece and tried to make it yeah. right. No, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. For sure. I blame sure. my mom again. <laughs> I blame her for all the good. You're an angel of a mother. She sounds amazing. She is. <clears throat> uh, let's see. What do you notice first in people? Um, I think I, I think I have a pretty unique ability to see. Uh, what people are motivated by. 
I mean, I, I meet people and I feel like I know them like that. And a lot of times I feel like I know them better than, than they realize or, or, or sometimes better than they know themselves, themselves because I care so much right about, like, about what motivates them or what gets them going. And a lot of times they don't spend any time on introspection or looking at, at who they are. They just yes. out, right? Yes, yes, yes. So a lot of times the other day, uh, what? But oh, so this is funny. There's a, there's now a Brady Till Death fan club <laughs> on Instagram, and it's not an actual fan club. It's some, this this girl, and I didn't know her from before, but she basically took a photo, and it looked just like a photo that I had taken, and she put it up on her story, and she said, "Who who wore it better?" And she tagged me in it, and so so um, I said. I don't know what I said. Probably said, obviously I did it better or something like that, right? <laughs> obviously. And, uh, and I told everybody who was sitting at the table, I was like, hey, go to this account and vote for me. I'm losing. <laughs> right? And yeah. uh, she's like, well, let's make, like, she's like, you're going down. And I was like, I felt challenged, right? I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Because I don't want to do, right? I'll lose at things. And so she's like, all right, well, let's make it interesting. And she said, if, if I win, you've got to remake this, some photo that was on her thing. Basically, I would have to dress up like a girl. And I was like, no problem. If I win, you change your name to Brady Till Death Fan Club, and you have to recite a poem that I write. Fair. Anyway, this, this, and now I've given away who this person is, so I, I feel a little bit bad about um, you know, talking about details. But um, I told her, like, I, I was basically like, well, now you're on my side. This is it. And, and I had seen just a glimpse of um, – New account, new city. I think was in her, was in her bio, um, and I said, I said congratulations, and I said like more seriously, this is a new chapter for you. Like this is like it's gonna be, it's gonna be so much better. Congratulations, and she said, um, oh, dang it, come back to it because I can't remember. Okay. I don't want to miss. Okay. okay. Like move on to the next question and then it'll come to you. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll find it while we're okay. What do you wish people knew about you? Um, what do I wish people knew about me? I I, I guess I wish I wish people just knew that I was real. I mean that I that I mean the things I say, it's not just, I think we live in this world of like, um, there's a, there's a song by a band called H2O and they're a punk hardcore band. Um, and they wrote a song called what happened. And in the song they say, um, what happened to the passion? Uh, what happened to the reason for screaming? And what they're talking about is basically like the scene or the, the, the culture of, of punk rock becoming glamorized and everybody dressing up for the part, but no one really quite knows. They know what it looked like from the outside. But they don't quite understand the culture and the core of where, where it all came from. Um, and I think, I think social media is sort of like that. You have people who post these amazing photos. They post these amazing experiences and they'll throw a quote in there or this or that. They'll basically do the same thing that I do, right? But they don't really 
yeah, post, yeah, people talking about love on, on Instagram and loving everyone and giving everyone love and, and this kind of thing. And then they won't respond to this person because they got 100 followers and they're not very attractive to the eye. You know, like, I just wish people, I, I want people to know that I'm real, that I, that I mean everything I say. And if I say something and I'm not living up to it, that I hope they would just challenge me on that. You know? I know exactly. And I think that's truly what differentiates you from a lot of people. And that's something that I picked up on right away was, and I said that at the beginning of this podcast is just that authenticity and that sincerity. You can tell that you mean what you say. You can tell that you care. It's readily apparent because of your interaction with your followers and that you take the time and you care enough to acknowledge each comment. And it's not just a, like, sometimes it is, but, you can tell that you like give some thought and you do care and you're not so hyped up on your followers. You're not so, so hyped up on your image and promoting that image. I mean, sure to an extent, but it seems like you're also focused on connecting with people and that's pretty rare, especially in the social media world. I think and I like, I like to match intensity. So sometimes people will say this or that, you know, they'll, they'll give a look, they'll basically give an acknowledgement and I'll try to give an acknowledgement back yeah. if they have something deeper to add or, or they want to dive deeper. Like I'm always down to swim lower, you know, sure. yeah. I'm a deep ender for life. Yeah, yeah. So the, so what was said was I, I said, it's a new season for you better than ever. And they said, Oh really? How's that? And I said, congratulations. They said, Oh really? How is that? And I said, well, why did you move? So they, they had new town and she and she said, why do you want to know? And I just said, I'm answering your question for you. The question of how is that? I said it was a new season, and she was, yeah, and yeah. then and she just said, "I think you have deep soul." Like it, it was sort of yeah, like that yeah. that moment, like, "Oh, you're paying more attention than." Yes. And it almost sometimes that comes across creepy for people because they're like, "Whoa, how do you know this or that?" And I'm just kind of, I just paid. I, I can usually the way things look are the way they are. Yeah. Um, and people just don't know how to look at things, right? Right. They, they don't, they don't use the same filter as I do or whatever it may be, but I just saw that, right? And I, I think that's, I don't even remember where we were at on that question, but, but I, I definitely see people and know people really, really quickly. Yeah. So is that something that you've culti cultivated or has that been innate and just natural on how you've always been? I think that's who I've, I mean, I think that's been natural and it's bothered people for, Oh my gosh, I've done some horrible things with that power. That's like my, like, right? That's like a superpower. Totally, that you, totally. That you can, you can either, you got to be careful with it. It's definitely the, the great power, great responsibility. Um, because you can. Manipulate. Yeah, and you can be horrible with people mm -hmm. because you know what they're, I, a bit, I mean, I see people's insecurities like that. And it's usually pretty obvious, right? But I've spent totally. so much time analyzing people and analyzing myself and just really yes. becoming aware of of how we express who we are exactly. and, and and at the same time how we how we hide who we are mm -hmm. and i just see it and a lot so, of times it's very disconcerting for people because it forces their their demons their issues up to the surface and yeah. kind of puts it right there for them to face yeah and, and that's what I'm, they're trying to avoid like i said when you know we're talking about the waiter um, I gotta come over here so I can plug my my phone or my uh, but um, we were talking about the waiter and the you know the the rude person. Yeah. Well, 
Well, so when I attack somebody, right, uh-huh. or like come at someone like that, usually I hit all the right buttons because I know what they are. I can yes. see them. I oh, can yeah. see what, you know, and I'll, when I attack them, I go straight for the jugular, straight for the neck. Like I just, and they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I said mean things. My mother would not appreciate that. <laughs> You know, even if she would a little bit like this retribution and, and standing up for someone else, they're just there. There's always that, that line. And usually when you get angry, you cross that line. And the second I cross that line, I'm like, now I need to love you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm upset exactly with myself. And anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Good answer. Good answer. Okay. So moving on to the next question. What is one question you would like an answer to? A life question? Are there any lingering that I would questions? Like an to? Huh? That I would like an answer to? Yeah. Are you going to answer it for me? <laughs> well, it depends on what the question is. <laughs> Where do you get your hair done? Brittany, Dianelli at Fairy Salon. That's a good question. Well, that's nice. great. Nice. Thank you. Good job, Brittany. She is amazing. She was the podcast interviewee from yesterday, so everybody check that out. Good really? plug, Brady. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, she is phenomenal. That chick knows her stuff. Yeah, she's pretty incredible, pretty talented. Hairstylists are some of the most underrated. Um, they're the most underrated professionals. Yes, yes, yes. Because because hairstylists they yes they they're in charge of of they're basically they're 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 in charge of far more than coloring or cutting or shaping or whatever your hair they're in charge of your image and yes. of and your image is normally attached to your self worth yes. your feelings of value yes. um, you know all these things that they have a responsibility to manage and to take care of for you. Absolutely. That's that's just one. The other thing is, people tell their hairstylists so much more than they tell their therapists. Yes. So do. much more. Yes, they do. Hairstylists know know it all, and therefore, and, and you're you're in there for an hour, maybe an hour and forty five minutes, if you're really going. <laughs> Getting right? after it. <laughs> right. Getting just uh, up. And for that time, you're usually pouring it out. Yes, you are. And they're absorbing that, and they're they're offering feedback or even they're just listening yeah, right yeah but man that's that is respectable and i thank you for saying that because i completely agree and yeah. just the intelligence and the knowledge that it requires i mean you have to know chemistry you have to know physiology yeah. you have to know all of that and then like you said like the whole therapy therapist component of it people sit down in that chair for various reasons and like you said your image is tied into your identity so closely for a lot of people and so Let's say that you sit down in that chair and you just came out of a breakup and you just want it all gone. You just want to completely shed your old, your old identity and you want a new start. And so like Brittany said, sometimes she has to talk people down from that because she's like, okay, something's going on here. You don't really want a pixie cut. You don't want to chop that hair. Let's get to the issue. And that's, What's going and that's on? they're in and then they're out and then you have that and you hold that. Like yes. it's, Honestly, I've wanted to do that before because I want to just be there for that that moment of like turning people around and like, you're good at that. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I don't, 
I would hate cutting people's hair. <laughs> Except for that I've, whole thing. <laughs> I've cut my own hair for, for a few years now, and now I um, have a beautiful girl who does it for me. Um, nice. But but I've cut my I cut my own hair for a long time, a really long time, and that's really like that's why my hair is the way it is, and I'm terrible at it. So I can't do it, but I would love That'd to do tough. it. I have huge respect for the people that do. Seriously. They, not because of the technical skill. That is cool. But the, the, the emotional responsibility they have attached to that job. So Brittany. Yes. Oh, yeah. Snaps for Brittany. Seriously. All the snaps. All the snaps. What is your best habit and what is your worst habit? My best habit. I almost want it's these things that these things say. It's like I think uh, apologizing. I um, I have a habit of apologizing, but I, I always apologize when I'm wrong. At least I do my very best to just own it and apologize. And I also apologize way too often. A lot of times I'll I'll apologize for something to to progress the situation. Sure. Yeah. But I really learned, I really learned that lesson that when, when you're not at fault or you're not actually sorry for the way that you acted or the way you handled something to take on the responsibility that someone else deserves and needs to have for their own growth is not responsible. And it's not, uh, it's not even nice. It's actually, uh, it's actually irresponsible. So. Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean with that. And it's, that can be tricky. And especially, yeah, when you like want to advance the situation and just move past it. Let's say that you're kind of in a situation with somebody and you just want to get past that. And sometimes you feel like the best way to do that is just apologize. But then, yeah, that brings up a whole other host of issues too. Yes. It's, it's, it's a little training. Yeah. If, if you're always saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let's, let's move on to the next thing. And you're not sorry. And there's, I mean, there's, there's, uh, my friend said there's some things that you're close handed on. And there's some things that you're open handed on. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and certain things you need to be very close handed on. You need to be tight fist. Sure. Right. Sure. And you cannot apologize for things that you are not sorry for. Yes. It's yes. just horrible. It's, it's irresponsible. It's dishonest. It's all those things. And it seems nice. It's masked with, with, uh, righteousness, but it's not. Right. And I think, yeah, just sincere apologies too, kind of going in yeah. conjunction with that are paramount, very important. And I like, there's a quote that talks about kind of shifting your focus, your mentality. So instead of just constantly apologizing, sorry for being late, sorry for this, sorry for that, replace it with thank you. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for this. Thank you for being so your generosity thank you for this and so yeah. kind of just infusing it with more of a positive outlook instead of the I'm yeah I, I think that's really great and, and and also instead of saying sorry and it's okay to say sorry but if you do and then you do it again then you don't understand what being sorry means. yeah yeah right point. being sorry yeah. means i wish i wouldn't have i'm I, I i'm i'm embarrassed that i did i'm upset that i did and when you do that over and over again you're just you're just lying to yourself, to whoever else, and that's super disrespectful. Super and disrespect sucks, and then people get mad, and <laughs> wars happen. And then wars are no good. And millions of people die. Millions of people die. So, so save the people. Folks. 
and be sincere with your apology and don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the takeaway from this, I think. So when you're in a funk, if you are ever in a funk, how do you get out of that? Um, a lot of times uh, when you're in a funk, the one th- the, the absolute last thing on your list that you want to do, the last thing you freaking want to do is the first thing that you should do. It's, it's probably what is putting you in that funk. Right. And it's also the hardest thing. So that's, I mean, that's why it's hard to get out of funk. But when it's like when, when you're feeling out of shape, Mm -hmm. the last thing you want to do is work out. Yeah. Like whenever like how many people they're like, I am out of shape. I got to make a change. (laughs) And 20 minutes later, they're like, like I'm getting Oreos <laughs> because this is the oh, last no. day that I'm gonna eat like crap tomorrow. You're on that March tomorrow diet so hard, and like tomorrow I'm going so ham, you know, and like I'm gonna, t- you know, so that they like they they know the thing that they need to do, yeah. Yeah. but instead of doing it, they literally go so far. Like that that's the oh, most yeah. obvious obvious way. But I mean, how many times have you seen it? Maybe you've done that. Oh, I yeah. know I've done it. Yeah. I'm. I'm super guilty. I'm like, today's the last day, but I'm going to send it today, right? <laughs> yeah, fair point. So, so you, I mean, it, it depends on what it is. Sometimes I'll, I'll exercise, but usually to, to, to be more, or I'll go ride my motorcycle. I mean, that's, Ooh, that's how it, yeah, yeah. through oh problems, God, but really like it comes down to doing the thing that is putting you in the funk, taking care of it, facing yeah. that head on. Yeah. Not going on the mountain through. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> what is the source of strength for you? Source of strength, gratitude. Ooh. I'm fueled by gratitude. I I don't. The never-ending source of strength. It never <sighs> end, like infinite source of strength. Gratitude. Answer. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. How do you if if you don't if, if you're grateful for your breath. You know, you, you, you look at your breath and it's not something that you feel like you deserve. I think we live in a definitely live in a time where a lot of people are like, I deserve this and I deserve that. Right. Yep, that and, oh, yeah. And I get a lot of times like, you know, people like, um, guys do this too, but I see a lot of girls want to have a pizza yeah. and they'll have a thing of Ben and Jerry's and they'll be on the grams going, I deserve this. Right. <laughs> Because of whatever may have happened. <laughs> like, I think when you when you look at your breath, just the air in your lungs, go, I don't deserve it. It's a gift. Then what can harm you, right? I like that shift. How, yeah. how, how can you have a bad day? Yeah. Taking it back to basics, too, and just, like, reducing it to that basic level of gratitude. And I don't know about you. Like, one of – I don't get down and out easily or often. But if I do or if I'm stressed or whatever, it's like magic. My magic here is to instantly think of three things that I'm grateful for. Boom. Automatically. Completely. Um, like a total shift in my outlook. And I'm instantly are, so much happier. Are those things good things usually that you think of? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, and I feel like because I've worked on this a lot and try to cultivate a sense of gratitude like daily where it's just kind of inherent and it's just like a sense of my being. Um, so where I've gotten to the point where, yeah, I'm absolutely grateful for the hard times and just 
seeing the upsides and like what benefits they're giving me. So it's teaching me some sort of lesson. It's there. I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. Your obstacles are there for a reason. You better figure it out and learn it because it's there. It's the universe is working for you. And so once you accept that, my hippie is showing, but once you accept that, then you see that you can draw strength from like every experience and situation and it's all there for your good. And once you recognize that, I mean, that kind of just removes all the yuckiness of life. You know what I mean? I do. It removes all the power of the yuckiness. And so gratitude is the answer. I'm with you on that one. Whitney, you can show me your hippie anytime you want. Good. <laughs> Good. Right. I'm actually loud and proud about my hippie, so thank you. Good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's it. I mean, I, I definitely sometimes... Sometimes I think of things I'm grateful for um, that are really good things, you know, people in my life or, or this or that. But a lot of times I go back to certain days and I go, man, I thank God. I remember days going, if I survive this, like if, I, if I'm through this, I'm, I'm, I will be okay forever. You know, and I go back and I honor that time by being okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of us have those days. I think a lot of this, this is when we pray to God, right? Mm -hmm. We go, we go, God, if you could just freaking figure this one out for me, <laughs> I promise I won't do the stuff that I was doing, you know, like I'll, I'll like talk to you more, you know, yeah. and I'll, 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 you know, whatever, like when they go to, they go to God, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then like things work out and they're like, sweet, I freaking nailed that. Like I just crushed that. I am awesome. Right? They're like, yeah. they're gone. Oh Yeah. If, the next time. God, if I was God, I'd be like, what? <laughs> Not again. You really screwed me on this one, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I go back and try to honor those those hard times with gratitude for today. Yeah, I like that. You have some pretty good answers. Okay. We are no peaks without again. valleys, right? What? No peaks without valleys. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what makes you really appreciate those peaks, too. And it's being okay, too. I mean, that brings up being okay with the valleys and seeing the value in them and the negative emotions. Emotions are emotions. And once you remove that power and just kind of see it for whatever message it's trying to give you and learn from that and kind of help it launch you into something even better, you know, help it to develop, help use it to develop yourself. Yeah. It's I, all good. It's all for your good. I think sometimes we, 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 uh, we're really quick. We don't do any training in the fire. Yeah. As soon as the house is on fire, we, yeah. we're out of the house. Yeah. Right. And as quickly as we can, we can get it, but we don't know ever how to manage that because we don't, we, we go out of it as, as quickly as we can. And a lot of times We'll start the same fire over again, and we'll bam out of the house. Yeah. We'll start the same fire, yeah. bam out of the house. Instead of sometimes it is okay to not be okay, yes. and sometimes it, yes. you should spend some time in those feelings and with those feelings and get to know them and get yes. to know their source, right? Yes. And find out where their roots are. Crucial. And then you can actually work on pulling them by the roots instead of picking the leaves off the top and having them come back over and over. Exactly. And over again. Yes, absolutely. So you got to face the heat, sit with them, 
and face that. And also, I like your quote that you will, some of your hashtags, um, what is it? Let go for dear life. Let go for dear, dear life. I yeah. love that. And I think also just relaxing through, teaching yourself to relax through those low moments so you can face whatever you need to face and sit with those emotions. And I think once you just learn to relax and let go, you're better able to sit with those negative emotions and the yep. crappy parts of life. And when, when it comes to emotions, we're so scared of them. When it comes, people go and work out, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I have worked out before. And if anyone listening has ever worked out before, um, you know that at some level there you get to a point of discomfort, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But with working out, you get to that level of discomfort, and then you go and you take care of it properly. You you bring yourself there, right? You feed yourself through that. Yes. Right? You you refeed, you heal, and then you are stronger. Right? Yes. This yes. theme, it works out. And this theme repeats itself throughout our life in so many different so many different uh, situations. But when it comes to our emotions, we're like, okay, discomfort. No! You know? <laughs> yes. Really though. We don't we don't feed it. We don't seek it. We don't, we don't even spend any time with it. Whereas it, if we went to that discomfort and we went to that ripping and tearing um, times of our life and then we fed that and we actually knew how to understand that and then we, we would come out stronger. Yes. But we just bail from yes. it. And it's, it's just like working out and then eating nothing, drinking no, no water. You're actually yeah. just doing damage at that point. Yes. Good analogy. I like that. That's Thanks. so true. <laughs> that's so true, though, and that's so representative of life. With working out, like in and of itself, fitness in and of itself, you see so many people bailing the minute that that lactic acid sets in, and they feel the hurt, and they yeah. just want to beat it. And then just in life in general, too. And that's yeah, well, and they, but the thing, like in, in the gym, they chase that, right? They're like, oh, I got to get that pump, right? I got to get this thing. I got to go hard so I can become stronger or more shredded or whatever their insecurities are driving normally, right? Yeah. Which is a good thing, by the way. Like it, people who work out do it because they're insecure. Yeah. And I'm proud of them for it. And it's true and it's okay and it's all good. And that's why I did it and that's why I do it and all these things. We want to become more secure. We want to become stronger. That's a good thing. We sure. should be aware of our weaknesses, right? Yeah. To make yeah. strength. We shouldn't just pretend they don't exist. But anyway, uh, yeah, they want that. And then they, they'll, they'll eat a bunch of protein, right? And then they'll drink water and then they'll stretch and they'll get a good night's sleep and they'll do all these things. And like, we're so, so, they're, they're so focused on, on this, this physical thing. Uh, and it, and we go above and beyond. There are guys who can, uh, deadlift 500 pounds. And run a six minute, six minute mile right now. A lot thanks to thanks CrossFit, right? CrossFit is is just a, a, a gangster of a training method, a methodology. And I'm I'm a super huge fan. I have not been working out in that I've been doing martial arts lately. But uh, thanks to that, there's these superhumans, right? They're way above in, in CrossFit. They have this this uh, uh, this scale, which is basically like not fit um, well. And then super fit and their philosophy is and when you're super fit, everyone goes back down that scale to not well, right? Well, the farther nice. you want here, the longer it's going to take you to fall back here. 
but we don't do and people will be super ex, like silly fit right mm-hmm. um, and they're they're way beyond fit they're shredded they perform better than most humans I mean they're way beyond fit uh, fit would be like you get through the day and you feel good all day long these guys like could climb yes, a mountain yes, throw their arms by the air right and they're like cool what else you know and 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 I love those people, but a lot of the, we just I wish we trained as hard on on our like ourselves. Yeah. Like people that are super secure, right? They're super, <laughs> and that's what I want to be. I'm yeah. Super strong in that sense, like someone can't put me down. Yeah. You know, or life can't put me down. A horrible situation doesn't just destroy me. You're gonna be solid no matter what. No matter what life throws at you, you will be solid. Yeah, and train for that. Right? Yes. Personal we development. Just, like, just yes. There's no, there's no like training method for that. There's no, we can't go like, I want to be emotionally strong. Like, all right, you're going to do 10 reps. Of <laughs> and then guaranteed 30 days. Right. And right. you, and like you said, like you, you just got to go through it and you just got to go through the fire and nobody can do it for you. And there's not a shortcut and you just got to face it yourself. Definitely got to do the work yourself. Dig deep. Yeah. And just realize that sometimes it's okay to sit with failure or sit with a bad situation and yeah. it's actually good. You know, like yeah. it's okay to not be okay. And I think a lot of people don't realize that And when they're not okay, they, they think they suck or they, you know, yeah. just from bad to worse to worse to worse. Yeah. Um, and then they're mad that they wasted time being sad. Then they're sad that they're sad, and then they're sad that they're sad, and then they're sad that they're sad. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I I do that a hundred percent. Oh yeah. So we should, but sometimes we should just spend that time and and don't get don't be sad and give up and lay in bed all day right. and go to from work and do these things. Be sad and work on it. Work exactly. Through it. Yeah. There's kind of like an activity there. Yeah. And that's the thing is you can't repress these emotions and just kind of just manifest them away. Or just try to like be positive all the time. You have to be able to sit with those negative emotions and be okay with that, but not wallow. So acknowledge, sit with those emotions. Don't repress because they'll just come up later sometime, usually stronger in a stronger way. So sit with them, work on them, see them for what they are. Derive whatever kind of value that you can from them, whatever lesson it's trying to teach you, whatever the source is, figure that out. And that's how you're going to make sure that that same issue doesn't happen again. You know what I mean? Like you're going to, throughout your life, you're going to continually experience negative emotions. That's just life. But if you don't do the work initially and if you're not comfortable with sitting through them or with them, then it's just going to pop up later on. And I think that that's, yeah, and I think especially with this kind of movement of, People being positive and manifesting and always being positive and never negative and always on those high vibes. Sure, absolutely, that's that's important. But you also can't manifest away every negative emotion, like you said. Like you got to just sit with it. So I think that's important well, I think too. People, I think people that they throw it over there. Yeah. You know, put it in the closet. They'll put it somewhere else. Yeah, they yeah. won't work through it right. and conquer it. Right. And I also think people oftentimes they spend so little time on self-awareness. They know themselves so little. They yeah. don't know what motivates them to get them out of those situations, yeah. right? Yeah. They should yeah. 
they should, people need to spend more time, like what motivates you? It's funny because some people need to be told that someone cares, right? Some people need to, need to be told that, hey man, I really care about you and I want you to be better than this. And they're really motivated by that. And some people need to be told that no one cares. Like some people need to be told, and, and that's, that's like a, that's a harsh reality um, that if you, like people that are complaining or stuck in this, this cyclical um, uh, habit of, of just whining about issues, some of those people, they need to realize that no one cares. Ultimately, right. ultimately people will, they'll, they'll care about you, but they don't care about these, these things that you're not actually, you're offering problems and problems and problems. And they, what they need to give is a solution. But they're not aware of the solution because they're not aware of what motivates them. So some people are motivated to prove someone wrong. That's me for sure. Some people are motivated to, um, you know, look a, a certain way. Some people are motivated to achieve a certain goal, whatever that may be. But some people just have no idea what motivates them. Exactly. They, they don't know themselves well enough. So when they fall into that spiral and they, they get into that, they just get stuck there. Sure. So, absolutely. I mean, to, to, so that that goes somewhere positively, if anyone's listening, just understanding yourself and what motivates you to get through something, to push past a hard thing, that is going to, like, that's going to unlock so many, so many successes in people's life to be able to say, I'm motivated by this and freaking write it on the mirror and get a tattoo that reminds them of it, you know, and whatever they need to do. But remember that thing that motivated, remember why you started, right? Remember why you started and that self-awareness is invaluable. So that right there is invaluable throughout life figuring out what motivates you and then not relying on others to provide that motivation also. So ideally, yeah, you would have people, whatever your motivation is. And that's always fascinated me too. So I'm right there with you. Some people, tough love is what motivates them. And that's really what gets them going and gets them over a hump. Some people it's that positive reinforcement or positivity or encouragement, whatever it is, you got to figure out what it is for yourself and then also be able to supply that for yourself and not rely on other people to do that for you because your progress is going to be pretty stunted if you're constantly waiting on people to give that to you and that motivation. So be able to kind of just be self-sufficient with that, figure out what gets you going and motivated and then to be able to motivate yourself. I feel like it's very important. Good call on the motivation. I like it. Okay, so we are past an hour and a half. Everyone, if you're still there, thank you for sticking with us. I just want to keep asking you questions because you give such good answers. So we'll wrap it up. And um, what, and I think you've kind of answered this question in answering a few of the questions that I've thrown at you. What would be, two more questions, two more questions. What is your message to the world? Um, I mean, I really think my, my message to the world is that no one gets out alive and to live accordingly. I, I think just, just consider you on your deathbed, looking back at your life and look to right now and, and look at the time in between that. What can you do to make sure that when you look back, you smile? Cause I don't want people crying on their deathbed. No. Oh. Gosh, no, that's the worst. No tears, no tears. That's the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's 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 my message. Realize that you don't have forever to get these things done. 
you don't have forever to be that person that you really, really wish you were, or, you know, that we still, man, we just suppress that over and over and over again as we, as we grow up, that superstar, that whatever she wants to be or wanted to be, that whatever he wanted to be, we, we throw those things like that's stupid and childish and this and that. Well, you need to look, you know, I think people, everyone, everyone who listens to this should write their own, um, What's the thing called when you're when you're uh, obituary? Obituary. Thank you. Yes, mm. you should write your obituary. Here lies Whitney. Whitney was blank, and what does it say? And if if you died right now, and this is how I measure success, by the way, if you died right this second, and what people would write about you is what you want to be written, then you are successful, in my opinion. That's Absolutely. that's how I gauge it. And I think they need to write their own obituary and write what they want to have on that thing. Yeah. Write what they your this, your name. He was, she was this. She was courageous. She was honorable. She was honest. She was loving. She was whatever those things, whatever those ad- adjectives may be. Write them down and then look at your life and go. Will people say this about me? Will people remember me this way? And it really doesn't matter what people will say, but what matters is are you living in a way that. You could die today and you'd just be happy with the way you yeah, lived your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the message. I like that message. So, do you think. So, like, the whole world listens. <laughs> and everybody's their obituary. Everybody's... And hopefully, nobody has to actually use it in the next. Yeah, two weeks. for real. Do you think that ties into your purpose? What do you feel like your purpose is? My, my purpose is? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I, I think my purpose is just to, to, to honor my creator, to, to, um, I have this inherent sense and I think, I think that all of us have it of, of right and wrong, good and bad, um, and, and working to our potential. Like I said, no one does this, right? No one actually works to their potential. And I think that's something that we all have in common. Some of us are better and worse than others. Um, but I, I think, I really think that all of our purposes is to be the best us. We're all unique. We're, all, we're not going to all be the same thing. We're not going to all do great things the same way. We're not going to all call great things great things. Right, right. Great to me, maybe blame for someone else, Good right? Point. Yep, yep. Um, but I, I mean, I, I think my purpose is to. It, it, it sounds so cliche, but I just think it's to do and be the best person I can be, whatever that looks like. And I think a lot of people tie that to really, really certain things, mm-hmm. right? This or that. But I also think that the reason that those are tied to the same things is because we we have a bond as humans. We have a bond as people, and we have some commonality in what we what we believe to be right or wrong, um, good or bad, light or dark. And I think that my purpose is to honor the good, honor the light, honor those things that are inside of me by expressing them through however I live. Whatever it is that I do throughout the day, whoever I run into, whoever hits me up, you know, wherever I go, just recognizing what those things are, recognizing that that my breath is a gift and everything beyond that is a gift, and then just, um, just handling those things responsibly with love and the way that you really think 
that they should be handled. If you if you wrote a book and your life was up to this point right now and you had the choice, right, to, to do whatever, what would the hero do? Like what would the best person do? What would that person, if you really wanted to paint them in a really good light, you wanted the readers to love this person, what would they do? What would be the best thing? Wow. What a great way to look at it. Yeah, and I think, I mean, and that's not, that's that's been said. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about if you're in a movie, what would, what would be, what would the hero in your movie do kind of thing. But like that, that, that. Huh. That, uh, that philosophy or that, that way of looking at things, that should be your purpose. Yeah. You should be the hero of your own story. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. And so that's my purpose. That's a good ending line. Be the hero Boom. of your story, right? Yeah. I like it. Okay, and well. Way, on these questions, we can do part two anytime. I would love to. I would love to. There's a whole lot more where that came from. Because so I can't believe it's questions. been an hour. I know. I can't believe it either. It's been two hours and a half because we. Yeah. Well, it's. Yeah, we had a little bit of. I had a little bit of a technical issue, but worked through it, and here we are. And so glad that it worked out. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for part two because there will be a part two. I feel like there's some more wisdom that Brady can drop on us all. And thank you again. You Thank are you, the man. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, everybody, just live life to the fullest. Let Tell me again. How does it go? Let go. Let go for dear life. Let go for dear life. Parting words. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Brady.